Welcome to this week's episode of the Beat Exchange. I am Pavo. Um, right over here with us, like always, it is Charlie Chingus. Yeah, just me. No Hugo. Hugo's in Hawaii. Hugo is in the Isle of Hawaii with him and his whole family. So hopefully they're having safe travels. And uh, he remembers that the luau pig is for everybody. <laughs> Everybody well, I, get a slice. Well, I hope he does try some Hawaiian food because last time he went, he was talking about he ate burritos. I was like, dude, what are you doing? But that try was, some... when he was in high school, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. But it... last time he went was in high school. I, I may be mistaken. I have never went. Um, it's funny. I've never went on vacation with my wife. Um, and I've never went on vacation like other than Disneyland. With yeah. the kids, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know the stress involved in um, traveling with people like that, having things coordinated, having a fucking, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, what do they call them? Itinerary. Right. You know and like I never, I, I don't know how to travel that way. And, and half the reason why I don't go anywhere is because I don't want to have to do with that you know what i mean like i don't want to have to be pressed for time running around you mm -hmm. know up early making sure everybody oh we gotta hurry up oh my god you know all i don't want none of that in my life you know what i mean so yeah it's expensive too and that's another thing it's expensive and then traveling during right now during the uh um, yeah especially now it's like the, end of the pandemic as we see it you but, might get stuck. <laughs> yeah, you might get stuck. You might have to pay $500 for a COVID test. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. oh, there's all kinds of shit that you got to deal with right now. So, you know, hopefully everything goes smooth. I, I can't wait till uh, he he comes back with his stories talking about his uh, COVID travels. I'm, yeah. I, I do want to hear about it. Try some pokey or poke. What's poke? I don't know, <laughs> but that's a Hawaiian. I think I'm saying it right. I think that you know, what's that thing with the hamburger and the gravy? Uh, loco moco. Oh yeah, I'd fuck that up. Yeah, it's just good. I don't. I sometimes use the bathroom and it looks like that. So I definitely <laughs> know what I'm in for. Yeah, no, it's good. Some rocking and rolling. All right. Well, this is the Beat Exchange podcast to all of y'all that's been listening and tuning in. Thank you very much. If you this is new. You know, we just fuck around, talk, and then at the end of the show, or towards the end of the show, we get into what's known as the Beat Exchange, and it's uh, the part of the show where we uh, show exactly how we flip certain samples that we've challenged each other with. You know, it's no holds barred here, man. Like, we take it all the way 
to 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 the most extreme and and we expect each other to do the best that we can in terms of uh making a beat a hip-hop beat if we can yeah it's crazy though man like the 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 past couple weeks since we last talked man like the podcast world has been shook to its foundations You know what I mean? Like with the uh, Mount Rushmore's of podcasts are being attacked. Yeah. You, know, you have your, you know, if you if you know, podcasts have been around since like what? I don't know. I've been I became aware of them probably in 20 around 2011, 2012. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Told, uh, I learned from 2010. from you. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you I always saw the on the I the what's we call it the Damn, I already forgot what this shit was called. They don't make them no more. The iPod, the iPod, yeah. <laughs> you know, they. I remember seeing like a little window for it that said podcast. Yeah, so I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then I, at first, I didn't know they were free. And then yeah. you told me about it. Yeah, so I, w- I was listening to Adam Carolla at that time, and um, what else? Wow, uh, fuck. There was some other joints I was listening to, probably some crime ones, you know what I mean? And there wasn't a lot either. There was it wasn't, like, it wasn't a lot, but it was a lot of comedy shows. There was no hip-hop. That's what I was doing That There was no hip-hop. No hip-hop. You want to talk about podcasts like early on, there was no hip-hop at this time. Nope. And then, uh, so you had a lot of comedian shows. Yeah. Like, com- comedian hip. And then one of the, one of the founding members, uh, the pod fathers, if you will, um, was uh Adam Carolla was one of them. You have uh uh, uh Mark Marin. Marin was one. Um you had Greg Fitzsimmons had one that was really popular at the time. And then of course Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. You know, and Joe Rogan um always had a platform where he would discuss he would have comedians on there. He would have interesting people that would write about books and so forth. And, you know, people who lived lives and he would sit there and he would discuss and he would have all kinds of conversations, uh, uh, uh interesting ones for the most part. And that, I mean, and we're talking about long form. Yes. We're talking about three, three and a hours, half. four hours at least. And this is on a daily. Yeah, this is damn near on a daily. I think he was at that time. It was going Monday through Thursday, maybe, or Tuesday through th- Tuesday through Friday, maybe. I think it was like twice a week. Was it twice a week? Wow, well, I, I, I think Corolla was five days a week. It was like uh, I know they used to have Ice House Chronicles. Um, so there was like it, it, there was like all the uh, the podcasts that kind of. They were just bouncing off each other. So you'll hear the same people in every podcast. So it felt like just one podcast, really. Yeah. And and, and the reality, a lot of podcasts grew from that. Everybody started creating their own networks and so forth. But we ain't here to talk about the 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 fucking the pioneership. But what we we are here to talk about is that the fact that, you know, one of the uh one of the founding members of the podcast world as we know it. You know, because us, we started in 2012 with the uh, Soul by the Pound. At that time, it was known as Soul by the Pound podcast, which we did that for like seven years, I think. Yeah, man, we did, huh? We did that for seven years, over 300 episodes, and we went through many different, you know, evolutions of that podcast till we finally landed on this. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It was it was it was it was nuts. But anyways, um, but definitely problematic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh shit. If, Ro- if Rogan is dealing with some shit, yeah, never go back and listen to the old podcast episodes. Your boy would not. No, 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 no. But this uh, podcast as as at last week. Yeah, <laughs> like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely. Well, I mean, come on now. Is that's the well? This is the point. The point is that you know these podcasts are an open forum. Yeah, they're they're in a space that people come and choose to join in with you in the conversation. And if they don't like you, they will not subscribe again. Right. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to work that way. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's the way the exchange is. I provide the content or you provide the content. I like you as a content provider. I will come back and join with you every single week. Uh, or whenever you do it, and right. this what this was the way Rogan created his empire, okay? And as he kept growing, he had his following, mm-hmm. who are you know the same kind of UFC people people that you know, but it but he grew it more than that. He yeah, grew, it, it grew into just you know. Like little, I, I was just say like alpha males in general. Like they went to Rogan to get their facts. They went there to learn keto. They went to learn how to throw a kettlebell. They went to learn about science. Ooh, let's get smart. Let's learn about DMT. You know, <laughs> there were there was a lot of things that Rogan would bring to the table, and he would introduce certain facts and people. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I don't think became more popular than he did when he went on that show. You know, he mm-hmm. was popular, but when you gave people uh, an outlet for them to learn your personality and how you really are, that's cool. There's a hell of female doctors he's had on there mm-hmm. uh, that taught me about testosterone, like how to take testosterone replacement and all that kind of stuff. All those dope facts, you know what I mean? Because there were always conversations about performance enhancing drugs. And he would have people on there that would have different types of workout routines. So yeah. he, he's super influential. You know, he has a way of presenting his product or his idea or several ideas. And he allows you to decide whether or not you take the information, right? Mm. Now, I stopped listening to him... Maybe like on a constant basis, I think I probably stopped listening to him like maybe three years ago. I mm. would just always check in whenever he had an interesting guest. You know what I mean? You know, I, I but I, I didn't check in uh, in on regularly as I did, um, because I, he started becoming very repetitious to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There was a lot of things he was just talking about over and over and over and over. And over. So then for me, I, I just drew back. I was like, ah, you know, it, none of what he's talking about interests me personally. Um, but as we know, within the last two years, since the pandemic started, since the whole coronavirus was introduced into the whole human race, um, as we know it, right, the, the virus has been around, but as we know this strain there has been a lot of just 
different information being told, right? You know, you, you get told something from Camp A, you get something told from Camp B, you get, you know, you have all these people saying that we're right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a choice to believe them or not, right? And so the first accusations that were being made against Mr. Rogan was that, you know, he was putting out misinformation on the vaccine, right? That was the first, what they were trying to do to him at first, uh, trying to cancel him that way, Mm -hmm. trying to control his message, talking about, hey, you know, you can't be telling misinformation, on the vaccine, telling people not to get vaxxed or whatever. Which he uh, wasn't. I know. He just gave people alternatives. He yeah, were, his, his, uh, cause I've been listening forever since you told me about the cult of Rogan. Yeah, I guess. Uh, when you told me about, uh, uh um, Immortal Technique was on there. Yeah. And so I was listening to it. And for me, it's like a three hour long podcast. I'm walking for longer than that. So it takes a big chunk out of my day and uh, it keeps me just, you know, out of my brain. Right. And so, and then, you know, like, uh, he's, he's always had, uh, people who were interesting and people who had like, you know, opposing views. Right. And, you know, and, and, and it became like a place where it was like, um, you became a gatekeeper for people, you know, for comedians. You show up there, you know, you you get put on. Yeah. Right. Also, uh, when it was something like, because in the beginning he had some people that talked about um, the pandemic because he was scared. Yeah. And you would hear him like, "What's what's happening?" Because on the news they were talking about that, you know, one out of ten people are going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of people. Uh, and, and wait, and, and the numbers at first were really saying that kind of stuff. You know that the 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 actual first, I guess you would call it now variant or the uh, the original strain, right, right, that introduced uh, was did fuck up some people who weren't healthy. Yeah, which and then if you look at it, it's pretty much most of America. Yeah, right. So me, like I would listen to what he was saying, huh? And the world, yeah, but you know, people all over, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, what was I saying? Uh, so yeah, and and you you saw them start changing, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like the people in charge were making, they were just it was coming a lot of shit was coming out, and a lot of things were changing, a lot of things that were uh, uh contradictory, you know. So yep. it was like you get skeptical, of right? course. So. He was, he's never said, don't take the vaccine. He was always on like, hey, won't you, you should exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, you should exercise. It's only killing and it's only hurting like people who are out of shape. Yeah. Right. Uh, the fat and the furious. <laughs> you know what I mean? So people with immune deficiencies. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it's a lot of people. Right. So, but he never said, don't take the vaccine. He just said, there's, how come no one, they don't, they're not, how come the vaccine, they're only pushing the vaccine? That was the only question he, it it was constant, you know? And when he had these doctors, like a couple of doctors uh, recently, as of recently, uh, Dr. Robert Malone, uh, I think Peter McCullough, and then this other guy who wrote this other book called uh, Sickening, How uh, 
big pharma took over the, you know, the healthcare industry. Yeah. You know, and I think what changed was uh, when when he had Sanjay Gupta on, right? Where one he he had, I think it all started changing. From what I noticed, it started changing when he caught COVID. Right before he was always kind of like telling people exercise and all this shit, right? And when he caught COVID, he said what he took, right? The the what is it called? The what monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, and some other shit, some IV drips, which the shit that he's you know he has access to because yeah. he's rich. He health to too, right? And yeah, and, and you know and you always hear him talk about health shit the ivs and all that stuff so you know it's, it's, it's a piece of company huh he owns on it don't he oh or yeah yeah so so he he's been in the sup- supplement game he yeah, helped, yeah. Like, he made everybody take a mushroom or two for their brain and so it ends up happening cnn starts talking about how he's taking horse dewormer uh-huh. right and and they start on cnn they start uh you know, pretty much spreading this whole thing about ivermectin and how it's a, a, a horse dewormer, mm-hmm. you know, and which is, it's, it is true, but it's not true. Eat too, you know, because ivermectin is a, is, is a parasite killer and they give it to you if you went to a different country and fucking ate some fucked up shit. Yeah. Right. So after that, you know, they started just saying, okay, they pretty much, you know, try to, Ruin him there, right? And then he and then he started coming at them and had Sanjay Gupta on, and that was a good podcast. If you go listen to it, I didn't see anything wrong with either position. Yeah, right. Because in reality, things are constantly changing. Yeah. So what you're what everyone is seeing, the different camps are just the opportunists. Yeah. Right. So you're seeing the opportunists. And so I don't think it's about the misinformation. I think it was because one, uh, they're coming after him because one, he he is taking a lot of people are, are watching him versus the news now, because mm-hmm. the news is pretty much one sided. Yeah, and there's a lot of spin I, on it. Everybody has their own agenda. Yeah, it's like you got Fox and you got CNN, and so you uh, at least. Rogan has people on experts from both sides. He has like leftist people. I've seen like Milo and uh, and uh, what's his name, the guy, the head of the Proud Boys, and Abby Martin. Yeah, uh, on different podcasts. All right, that was all on that. That was a, that was like a whole month of them. Yeah, you know, so it was like yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he had Bernie Sanders on. No, for real, like. I always felt <clears throat> the liquor went down the wrong way. Um, I always felt that even though he he has his own views and he has his own ideas, he I always felt that he was open to hear yeah. somebody, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was always open to hearing somebody else's opinion and hear them out all the way. And then he would challenge if he had something to challenge. And yep. it was like an open forum discussion with him. 
I always yeah. felt that that was pretty transparent. And that's great. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's the know, way it's supposed to be. That's the way conversation is supposed to be, right? And like, I think the thing that got him in trouble with these doctors is because these doctors are being censored, right? So if they're being censored and he has a platform, you know, that makes it dangerous, I guess, right? So, and then it, it all started to evolve when um, you had uh, Neil Young, classic oh, yeah. American rock star, Neil right. Young. Uh, threatened to take his music off of Spotify. Spotify is the one right now that um, pretty much, I don't want to say owns, but is the exclusive home to the Joe Rogan show. Uh, before that, Rogan had his own studio, and he was he was his own platform. He was his own server for YouTube. He was a self-built machine. But Pop- he was still he was still at the mercy of youtube because he they would uh, demonetize his shit all the time yeah uh youtube is one thing but he was still making revenue through ads on on uh uh through the which was free so but like imagine now yeah he would have been demonetized a long time ago on youtube yeah with Uh, this whole current stuff well (sighs) you know that's where i kind of wonder is like well i think if he would have stayed doing a subscription base on Apple Podcasts, I think he would have been fine. I think, yeah, but I mean, he would have lost because no. the whole point of keeping it free. Yeah, well, um, it's free on on Spotify. It's free, but most people pay for Spotify. The majority of the revenue that's made from them is from subscriptions because people like to listen to the music and the music offline. Not right. everybody. You know what I mean? So that that's what that whole thing is, and and like people make playlists. You you're not able to do any of that if you're not paying. So people like to do that kind of shit. And so he moved over to Spotify. He got a big bag for it, and uh, of course he's on a bigger platform now because Spotify, of course, is a fucking mm-hmm. monster with the with the with the media and audio game. Did that bring him any extra scrutiny? Would that? Did he did he have an understanding that, you know, he was going to have more of a magnifying glass put on him? I kind of want to think that that's the assumption being made if someone's paying you $100 million. Like, yeah, if you, yeah, you point. You, you accept you, this money. You also, res- you also accept some notes, right? You also accept some. some well, it's gotten so popular, even more popular. Because of the Spotify. Yeah, just yeah. more popular. So yeah. I mean, uh, is that just comes with the territory of popularity? And then with this certain climate right now, is like, you know, I don't even like. I think CNN is going through its own thing with the CEO got caught doing some shit. I don't know, fucking me too or something like that. And the and then they're firing the Como Como uh, whatever Anthony Como whatever the fuck that guy's name is, and. You know, he has dirt. So I'm thinking they're using that shit as a fucking smokescreen. So they come after Rogan, right? And on top of that, you got also uh, a different, um, you have the uh, Biden administration also like pushing for internet companies to start censoring people, right? Where it's not supposed to, it's uh, it's supposed to be uncensored, right? And, you know, and on top of that, it's a big distraction overall because what's really going on in the world. I mean, we're 
close to going to war with Russia over Ukraine, where Ukraine is like, no, we're good, you know? Yeah. And no one's talking about that, and everyone's fucking talking about Rogan in his uh, N-word collection. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's such a distraction. We'll get to that in a second. So, yeah, Neil Young and then Joni Mitchell both threatened to take their music off of uh, Spotify. You know what's, okay, let me tell you about Neil Young, all right? Check this guy out, right? In the beginning, he was all like, you know, free speech, free speech. Mm -hmm. And then now... He's like against free speech. Why? Corporate guy. Is it because Jeff Bezos yeah. told him to come to Amazon Music? Yeah, there, there. Yeah, there is no, there's known, there's known offerings that they that Amazon made for his masters, and right. all, all his music licensing be exclusive to Amazon. They're offering. They offered him a now, lot of really, money. If he really gave a fuck, yeah, right. Shouldn't be pressuring Spotify to up the fucking price in how they pay their artists. Well, if you know what I mean? Got his bag. He doesn't care about the rest. He ain't here for exactly. the people. Exactly. He ain't here for exactly. the people. So half of the people that are fucking triggered or whatever have you are just fucking, you know, trying to get points exactly. on social media and shit. Yeah, you you will not get a disagreement uh with me on that. Um now when they were, when when I heard that Neil Young was trying to move a play on this, I had no idea it was revolving around Rogan. I had right. no idea. I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay, is he is he threatening to do that because he's trying to like assign a new contract with his record label?" You know, kind of do like a McCartney uh uh, uh you know what I mean where they where they take all their music away and then they sell it right back to them with a, for a better price tag. That's what I thought it was. I had no idea that, that Rogan had anything to do with this little hoopla coming from these, uh, rock stars from yesteryear. You know, I no fucking idea. And then when I heard about this, I'm like, well, fuck this. Why the hell do these motherfuckers care about Rogan? Like what the fuck's your bag? Like your bag. And they had, I bet you they never even listened to the fucking podcast. They probably never did. And that's no. what I'm saying. Half the people that are coming for Rogan never, ever listened to him. Yeah. Full. They probably only got, you know, sound bites yeah. from people that are editing and sending it to them. Oh, yeah, check, check what he said here. Check what he said here. Motherfuckers. If we yeah. were all, if we were all, if snippets were taken from all of us, yeah. with no context at all, it's sent, it's sent to somebody randomly, we all would look like motherfucking assholes. Yeah, it's it's hard not to be reactionary, you know? And that's what, like, pretty much everything is, is just to feed your reaction. Yeah. None of it has any, it's like truths. But like just sprinkled with it and cherry picking on all sides. Yeah. Just so you could keep watching. And the one thing I would say that, you know, whether or not you want to accept the Rogan apology, right? But he at least came out and said, hey, I'm going to be more responsible with the way I'm giving my information. I'm going to have more guests representing both sides. Right. Hey, but but look, look. He can't ask for more from a from a, a media yeah. journalist. He's not he a media journalist, but it's not. Yeah, he's he's 
he he can be considered only because the type of platform, right? And let's see how many of them actually accept yeah. the debate. Because a lot of them don't. Because a lot of people, and this is like a lot of people on the left, right? Who are like, no, I'm not going to debate it because it's going to give you credibility, right? Like uh, take, for example, uh, um, Neil, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Rogan was like, yo, if I, if I get you with a flat earther, because that flat earther shit was blowing yeah. up. And he was like, he was like, no, nah, he's like, okay, yeah, I will do that. But then he thought about it. He said, no, because it was giving them credibility. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the problem. That's the problem. You see, you can only, you can only beat, uh, like you can only like destroy false information with good information. Yeah. And you have to see it. Like you have to, you have to uh, three hour podcast and have them debate on it. It's great. And then he has had that when they were uh, arguing about the, the Sphinx being uh, during the, I don't know, a certain era where there was water in Egypt and I don't know, some, some crazy archeological shit that I was kind of lost in. Uh, okay. But they had two, two uh, archeologists debating that. And that shit was crazy. They were yelling at each other. I never seen nerds like that yell at each other. They were like, like a wow. I was like, dude, they're going to fight. Yo, I was like, this is crazy. But you know, cause I've been listening to Rogan for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm like, He's like pretty much the like. There's only a couple people that are bringing in like two points of views. Yeah, where that boy had you doing Pilates. Yeah, you know I mean? like yeah, man. Like, look, look. That would have been jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, the reason why we're talking about on on here, you know, the case in point is is that you have to be responsible for the type of information that you allow into you to influence, right? Everybody has to start learning how to make up their own fucking minds. Yeah, you have to be responsible what you what you're taking in and how you're going to take it cuz either you're going to be reactionary and get upset or be like, "Hey, I don't, maybe he's wrong. Let me try to find the other yes. perspective." Search. Yeah, mm-hmm. search, but no one does. No one does. And this is no one gives a fuck. If if you want to be a better human, you want to start to change the fucking world, then start by doing some self-knowledge. Yeah, right? Go out and fucking look for the information. Hey, man, you don't trust the way that I tell you to say, hey, uh, this software is cool. Uh, go use it. Right. Uh, I'm dealing with audio mouth clicks right now on, on my recordings. It's very irritating. They say eat a fucking apple. I'm going to try to eat an apple. Eat an apple. <laughs> yeah, they say eat an apple. Uh, lubricate your mouth. Right? I'm going to lubricate my mouth. But I, 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 I bought the other day this software. It was on sale by Isotope for $10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it. Now, if I was you and I heard that information that, hey, Juan's trying out this RX-6 and it has a D-click. If I was you, I would go do some research for yourself and yeah. then see how many other options there are out there. Because you might have paid like a grip for it. Yeah. And then you might have been like, I don't want to feel stupid and lie about it and say it was the best shit that you encountered. Yeah. 
So, so, it doesn't so, sound like you're sucking dick on the mic anymore. Yeah, it erases all that, all that, no mouth noises. Right, but so, you're lying though. It sucks. Yeah, right. Moving, so you don't know. You don't know. You, so go. But you gotta go do the work yourself. Yeah. You gotta go look for the information yourself. If there is, if there's a topic out there, a set of information. Look, a fact and point is, ever since this fucking pandemic started, we've been lied to left and fucking right. Yeah. Told. Get this. Oh, if you got the vaccine, you won't get sick. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, you will. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Mask ain't gonna do shit. Yes, yeah. it will. Stay, don't, stay home. Don't work. Wait a minute. Go to work. We can't have you to fucking stop working. Yeah. American machine needs to keep going. Yeah. Motherfuckers. The fact and point is everybody dropped the ball during this pandemic. Everybody in the world dropped the fucking ball. No one knew what the fuck to do. And we mm. were, we were the guinea pigs to learn how to handle human beings when they're too sick to go to work. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to forget. And in the future, there's going to be another thing. And it's going to be the same shit all over again. Like it was in 1911. Yes, it will. 1911. Yeah. At least, at least, at least 1911, they were still getting lit by candles back then. They didn't have electricity. Check this out. You know why they call it the Spanish flu? Because the the Spanish were the only ones saying, "Yo, there's something going on here," so right? Is it not? When was it? When was the Spanish? Was it 1911 or 19? I don't know. It was one of. It was before World War around World War One, and when that shit was happening, no one wanted to say what was happening. Uh, what was happening? Because there's people dying on all sides hey, from hey. the Spanish flu, and then everyone lied. No one was saying anything, and so there was all that misinformation. No one was saying shit. But the Spanish were like, yo, there's something happening. Traveled very slow. Huh? Shit, that news traveled very slow at that time. Yeah. And yeah. we're at a time now that Oh, it travels even faster. It's so. traveled. It tra- it's traveled so fast. It travels so fast that no one could put a filter on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No one gotta, can filter the noise. No, you can't. That's the hard part. That's the hard yeah. part. Because so you get rea- you just start reacting and shit, and people are like, oh, and it's fear too. You know, fear is a great motivator. So it's like you're gonna be like, I don't know who's telling the truth. Is this person just trying to get more eyes on their news station because fear sells? Yeah, like you know, to now at this point in time where we're at with this situation that we're in, is I just have to look out for for my ability to go to work. That's all I care about. Right. Don't care about nothing else. I don't no. care about hanging out. I don't care about nothing else. All I want to do is make sure that I can go to work. I can bring that revenue in. I so look at the canaries and oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say I'm just gonna I'm just I gotta do everything in my power to protect myself and not get sick. So when people when I go into these strangers' homes and they say, Oh, you don't have to wear your masks anymore. No, mm-hmm. go ahead, take them off. We're all vaxxed. I'm like, good for you. But your boy's keeping my mask on. And I'm sanitizing myself twice when I'm in your home. I want <laughs> nothing to do with y'all. This you, you, you guys, you, you you honkies out here are out here willy-nilly just licking everything again, making this shit last longer. And then speaking out of one side of your mouth, talking about get vaccinated, then out the other side of your mouth, you're saying, Don't make me wear a mask. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I don't know what anybody wants anymore. I just look at the canaries in the cold mine. That's what I do. I look at the people who I'm like, okay, like my dad, he got COVID and he was unvaccinated and thank God nothing happened. So I'm like, okay, that man's genetics and this is me. So the, I look at the numbers there, like the odds of me getting really fucked up are probably less. So did my brother, he got COVID too. So already there, I look at that. I'm like, the chances of me being fucked up are very low from COVID. I still don't want to get it. I probably got it. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, the, the the from what I'm hearing, a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing from a lot of people who are getting it now is that it's a it's a flu. It's just a flu. If you're if you're catching it right now in this stage that it's at, you're lucky because mm-hmm. now it's just a flu that might last five days, and some people have more respiratory issues than others, right? Yeah. But for the most part, it's a flu with heavy body aches. And, and some people have more cough than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and so uh, at the beginning of this, it was really setting back. I mean, you heard of a lot more people having to get respirator. Like, yeah. And at- then, the, and then the science was coming out. I mean, the, the studies coming out that it was bad to put them on respirators. Huh? Like, you know, so there was like a lot of things that are happening. And then also doctors were using a lot of other things and other drugs and therapeuticals. And they're yeah. trying to find out which works. Yeah, they right? were trying. We were the guinea pigs, man. Yeah. They were trying. You know, and then what you have now is basically Pfizer winning the monopoly. You know, so. Yeah. And then it cost a lot of money to, to make vaccines and they got to get their money back. Don't yeah. get it twisted. America's a fucking business. Hey, man. Those stimulus packs. Yeah, mm-hmm. ready to pay that shit back. Already, everything is going up in prices. Listen to if you if you want to listen to that the, that Rogan piece with Doctor Robert Malone. Listen to that. Then go listen to Science Versus, and they talk about the Joe Rogan uh, and Doctor Ram- uh, Malone. And then it's crazy. They said a lot of shit that he was saying was was legit, but he was kind of cherry picking on a lot of things. Of course. Right. And so you take that information, you're like, oh, okay. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, he was talking about the myocarditis issues in China that were, he was reading a study of that. And they're saying that these young kids were getting hospitalized because of that. Right. So it's true. But what happened with, with uh, Science Versus, did they got a hold of the, the, the actual guy who, who did the, who, you know, was working on the kids or whatever the fuck, the doctor, and, and did the report. And he was saying, yeah, no, we had to do that because that was protocol. They weren't hospitalized. We just hospitalized them to monitor them. Yeah. And then we gave them ibuprofen, and they were fine. All of them survived. Yeah. Now, did he know that? Dr. Robert Ballone didn't know that? Maybe not. Maybe the report he read left that shit out. Yeah. So it's like... you. Yeah, because more than likely, that fool is getting... Filtered information as well, but he, he's the thing that makes him like, uh, I guess, credible or, or scary or whatever you want to think is because he was one of the inventors of the, you know, the actual mRNA vaccine, you know, where that shit, you know, it's old from 2012 when the whole MERS or that Middle Eastern respiratory infection was happening. They had that same technology back then. They just applied it to the COVID now. And he's more like, you know, 
I guess he's he wasn't saying because he's vaccinated, but he was saying that they're hiding shit, you know, and like they're not uh, releasing all the information, which is kind of crazy when you find out that the FDA is like, we're not gonna release the studies from Pfizer, yeah, uh, within seventy-two years. You have to wait 72 years, which is kind of fuckery, right? You're like, what the fuck? All we have is peer-reviewed science, yeah. and they can't peer-review that at all. That's what makes shit looks funny. But, you know, again, I, we're guinea pigs. What are you going to do? Yeah, we're guinea pigs. What are you going to do? The one thing I would say is, like, you know, you see the video where they chopped and screwed Rogan saying the N-word. And I just tell you this. Always pay attention to the timing of things, right? Mm -hmm. you, you always say that from the beginning. Why are things happening? Why are things happening now? Who's benefiting from this? Mm -hmm. You know, we always ask ourselves those questions. And you have to ask yourself those questions when you notice that something is happening, then all of a sudden they pull the fucking race card on people. Yeah. And pop this shit out of context yeah. No one knows why. No one's cherry picking this shit. This information has been out there already for over 10 years. Mm -hmm. Him saying that, then all I mean, of a sudden someone puts out a cut edit of this. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to character assassination. One of the 48 laws of power. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You gotta be smarter than that. Mm -hmm. Can't we can't we can't be doing that shit to our public figures because we're running out of true public figures to look at. Yeah, and they, it's supposed to be we, we're supposed to be getting the shit from the news. Yeah, I don't want Kim and Kanye to run my life. Yeah, I don't want that shit. But it seems like everybody else in this motherfucking world is just waiting for that. Like CNN the other day was like Joe Rogan was corrected on live on the live live on the podcast, right? And I'm like, that always happens. It happens. He that's what he does. He always says, "Check that, check that." The, does CNN do that? Does Fox News do that? No, they don't. Oh, they don't. And even they if don't they, do that. they would never accept the fucking apology, they would never retract. Yeah, they won't. Just move on. Yeah. So here at uh, the Beat Exchange, we hope that everybody that listens to our show will just do their best to do their own research on the subject. Even when we're talking about things, that's yeah. on that shit. Yeah. Half the time we're just chilling and talking and whoopee whoop. Like don't like, it, it, dude, you can't fucking play these games anymore. Yeah. Like, like I like, I listened to that Dr. Robert Malone podcast, the, I listened to uh, the Science Versus about that podcast with Joe Rogan. And then also go listen to Lex Friedman talk to the CEO of Pfizer. You know? Go listen to that. And then, you you know, you'll hear people and they hear them talk about it. And Lex Friedman does ask them good questions. And the dude answers him. I wish the podcast was longer because you can see when people start breaking. You know, if they're lying or not, when podcasts are longer when you're like oh this guy's full of shit but i'm not i'm not saying like uh for me i'm like i think it's it's amazing that the vaccine that we're able to do it so fast in a fucking you know, year yeah the technology it's amazing people working it's on it since 2012 and then they 
brought it out. But the the problem is, is there's some fuckery going on. Oh, it makes it look, you know, who's 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 trying to make money out of it or who's whatever. I mean, what's happening? And then that's that messes it up for for everyone else. And the fact that our leaders are all fucking garbage. Yeah, I think that's one thing about you know Donald Trump. Whether you think he was a good president or not, but he did separate people. And I think that's what fucks shit up. Because it's like that. When he went after the news, this is when the news started becoming even more shady. I mean, they were shady, but I mean, even more. You know what I mean? And then you got your groups now where, you know, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb because in reality, you don't really care. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you're going to fucking, you know... Uh, you know, respond on Instagram or Twitter and get into an argument with some fucking stranger. Why? Who's a bot? Oh, let me tell you, dude. Because I, I fuck, I, 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 you know, I, I do the same shit myself. Sometimes I fall to, I become reactionary, and I don't think, and then I try to, you know, woke outwoke someone. And like the other day, I'll give you an example. Uh, this all you know when the Raiders played, the 49ers played. Yeah. And they lost? Yeah. So I started seeing all this, you know, memes about the 49ers and all that shit. And, it, it, like, that's all my feet. Everyone's talking about fucking football. If you know me, I don't give a fuck about it, right? It's an, it's kind of like, oh, good, good for you. And and then uh, this one cat I know, he put a long post talking about, did you know that the 49ers, actually, the people who were the 49ers, the prospectors, got permission from the government to kill Indians. And the dude was like, that's some bullshit. I never would have thought that the 49ers are based off of some racist shit like this, right? And I was like, this motherfucker, right? I was like, dude, and and without thinking, because I got, you know, it got me. I, I don't know if it was all these people posting memes after memes after memes. I had to outwoke this dude. And I was like, yo, sorry to break it to you, dude, but football was invented because they ran out of Indians to kill. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why. Hey, what were we watching that? Was that on a podcast? Yeah, that was on a podcast. I was on a podcast. We listened to uh, like the invention of the NFL. Football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. you know, it was a great podcast. Great podcast. I do remember you because you told me, he goes, dude, you gotta listen to this podcast. It's a it's a dope one about the history of I was like, I was like, let me see what this and mom the dude watching motherfuckers telling me about right here. <laughs> and and for sure, it, it's interesting. It's interesting how games are created for sure. And then when I did that, dude, I automatically regret it. I was like, why'd I even do that? This dude is hating because he's a Raider fan. Yeah. He, he that's his that's his role as a Raider fan. Yeah. Right? And I'm like over here, like, why am I fucking with his bing bong in yeah. his his world? I'm not, I don't even belong to it. I, I'm just fucking hating now, right? And I'm like, why did I even do that for? Right? <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, he hits me back with a, oh, thanks, man. That's great. Oh, thanks for the info. And I was like, son of a bitch, you got me. And I was like, I hate it. I was like, why did I even do that? I shouldn't even done that. And then I was like, yeah, you know what, dude? Um, I was like, you know what? Uh, I here's the and I get I send them the podcast. I was mm-hmm. like, 
here, here's the podcast, man. Some interesting information. I was like, it's a great thing. I mean, it's it's horrible how horrible things had to happen for something great to happen, like football. That's how I ended it, right? Because I was like, oh, I felt like an asshole. I was like, why do I even do that? Why do I even care? Yeah. You know, it's like everything is in America or even in the world is comes from some fucking horrible history. If you look up, you know, the Silk Road and how that shit happened with the how Genghis Khan took over the whole world. But without that, there wouldn't be, you know, like other nations or I mean some other shit trade and all that stuff in in Asia and stuff like that you know later on after Genghis Khan was dead you know for a long time and other empires wouldn't you know evolved I guess you know so and I was like I don't even know why I did that but I have to check myself too yeah we getting reactionary and wasting time exactly like when people tell me that their top five MC list you know I'm like oh my god you have did you see that one you have uh, that that that, Kumo uh, D one. Yeah, Kumo D. I didn't even know that he did it. I had no idea that he did it because I was like, I was looking at this. It was this, a report card. I'm like, yeah, this this list is ridiculous. I'm like, this grading system, I guess it makes sense. Um he had Lauren Hill up there. I was like, damn fucking Kumo D's hella high on this list. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I was I was talking to somebody. I was talking to somebody. I'm like, no, that's Kumo D that made that list. I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> your boy. Because I was like, that's ridiculous, man. I mean, the the like after Wild Wild West, your boy <laughs> lost mad credibility. Not because he was wearing a cowboy hat, you know what I mean, but just mainly because he kept saying Wild Wild West. I was like I was not, <laughs> you know, when I was a child, that song was popping. Yeah, I remember but, it. Well. It's like nah, man. It's like what the fuck, you know? Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah, I went to uh, I went to ahead. the Comic Con, East Bay Comic Con. Oh my God, you went to that? Yeah, I went because you yeah. know I was like, uh, you know, the the boys. I was like, I told my sons, I was like, hey, you guys want to go to Comic Con? Yeah. And they're like the the my. The older ones were like, yeah, all right, whatever. And the younger one was like, yeah, let's go. So we all went and, you know, the whole clan and my wife was like, dude, we're going to stand out. And I'm like, no, we'll be fine. And then she, because we saw all these people dressing up and stuff. Like and then that. automatically you want to hate on them too, because you're like, damn, look at these dorks, you know? And I'm yeah. like, no, nah, you can't hate on these cats. This is their shit. Their environment. Yeah. Yeah. This is their shit. How am I going to go over there and be like, but yo. I was like, man, I want to say I was in my element, dude. It brought me back. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was, I was like, yo, I got those. Cause you know, I got comic books too that I still have. Yeah. Right. And I was uh, in there and uh, I was seeing comic books that I have. They're like 400 bucks, uh -huh. 200 bucks here, 300 bucks there. I was like, I got that. I got that. And I got me hella juiced and shit. There was a couple of artists there too that I was like, man, I was like, man, I, I should be drawing more, you know? And uh, the kids, they were, like, looking at things. They bought, like, uh, like uh, you know, plushy toys and shit, you know? And got one of them, a Godzilla toy. And um, it was only 10 bucks to get in. Oh, that's cool. They had, like, uh, vendors, a yeah. bunch of vendors. And they had speakers. They had people who, uh, I don't know who these people are, though. But I, I recognize their art. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, I've seen that comic book before. 
you know, when I was paying attention more to it back in the days. And I'm like, oh, that's the artist. And they had their panels and long old lines. I mean, yeah, definitely people were leaving out of there with COVID for sure. Uh, yeah. And it was packed. And then yeah. and you had then you had this one chick. Uh, you you could tell if you're a, a, a chick who is like a six. Yeah. Right. But you go dressed up there and you got a nice body, dude. Dude, you're a line. There was yeah. this. They're lining up just to take pictures with you, dude. And she was loving it, dude. Yeah. This chick, you can't really see her face. I wonder how her face looked like, but she had a nice, she was dressed like a, um, uh, from uh, Cobra, from G.I. Joe. Oh, okay. Okay. Like one of the ladies, you know, she had, I don't know what character that was, but she had some short guy next to her, my height and shit. He had the whole Cobra thing with the glass. Looked sick. I was like, damn, dude, they really do fucking. Go all out here, you know. Yeah. They had this one guy with dressed like a juggernaut, you know. Yeah. You know, people were taking pictures and shit. Some old, you could tell, like some dudes. They're like, "Yo, that dude is not getting any puss whatsoever." Dude. And it's like, it's dude, it's like the hip hop scene for sure, dude. Yeah. Like back in back in two thousand, where there's nothing but dudes, and then uh, they show one girl with a Kango hat, and all the dudes were going bananas. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. fell the wonder was walk by, and then yeah. everyone would be like, "Oh my god, oh my you god, know? let me send you my first copy of Eminem's demo album." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me draw in your black book. <laughs> you want some stickers? Uh, <laughs> and uh, and that's how I was like seeing like all these uh, you know, there was just a lot of dorks but you know i was like hey it's you were, there. Thing. You were in your element i was like yeah i'm like i'm probably this is my where i belong yeah. <laughs> start reading comic books again so i don't want to sell them it's a good racket dude they had this one cat who had uh man i forgot his name um i think he goes by just scope uh-huh and he had uh, these posters he he drew, and uh, they're like banners. One of MF Doom, too. It was long, fifty bucks. I was like, man, I want that shit. I was like, and then he had some smaller ones, and some MF Doom. Um, what's gonna call it? Uh, Wu Tang, some mm-hmm. Bruce Lee shit, all dope art. And I was like, um, that's what I was like. Yeah, you know what? I, that's what I need. This, you know, you don't see that. Like hip hop, hip hop art in the comic book. That's not, that was, that's not corny. You know what I mean? It's like, huh? it's, like, it, it, like th- that's not corny. You know, you you had the video game. You had Def Jam Vendetta. No, no, I'm saying like in in. I thought I would see more in hip hop comic books, or just hip hop in general in the comic book world. Yeah, I I just I yeah, wonder, I, like, I, they still they still hide it. It's really weird. Yeah. Is they. Right? Yeah, it's still really weird. Like it's still considered, but when you think about the dope ass MCs, all of them like fucking comic books. Yeah, like cartoons. Inspector Deck. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Feral Monster likes collecting toys. Right. Like, there's a lot of fucking Hugo Monster. Uh, there's a there's a there's a lot of ill rappers that are into this fantasy art world. Right. I mean, it's yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get. I don't get why people are always so. Uh, I don't know. They wait. They like the movies. Yeah, like, love themselves the movies. 
Oh, by the way, I finished that finally. Uh, the whole thing, the Infinity War. Oh, okay. Yeah, got done with it. So that's cool. I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. enjoyed it. For the most part, I enjoyed it. Definitely enjoyed it the second time around. Gonna watch the internals now. Next. Oh, yeah, I watched that the other day. Yeah. So the, you know. it's not bad. I'll, I'll I'll see what's I'll see what's cracking with that. Oh man, what I wanted to talk about was uh, independent music, new independent music that's out. This is the independent minute. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call this segment, the independent yeah. minute. Sounds good. So uh, we got a uh, Chef Mike released a brand new beat tape that's available on Bandcamp. That's uh, called Record Time. I don't know if you guys are aware, but Burnt Baccarat and Burnt Up Records have been releasing these Pulp Fiction tapes. Mm -hmm. There have been it's like a combination of two producers on one tape under the uh, under the theme of Pulp Fiction movies. Um, go check that out, man. It's called it's called uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's called Pulp Fiction. And uh, so look it up on Burnt Up Records. He has a gang of them out. Go pick up the fucking digital copies of that. Um, homeboy from Denver. His name is uh, uh, Col yeah, Denver, Colorado, I think. Uh, he goes by Qualms. He has a new beat tape out called Foolish. That was pretty solid. Um, another one. Oh, you know, God damn it, Miles. Mm -hmm. He released one. He released nice. a tape. It's a, it looks like Mad Dog 2020, like the, the, the album cover. It's called GDM 2022 Bootleggers uh, Volume 2. That's what it's called. Jadim, J-E-D-I-D-I-E-M. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, the Bootleggers Volume 2. That's a dope-ass tape. The IMF and Chef also released one called Art Felons. That just popped out recently. That's a dope-ass tape. I'm on it. Hugo Monster's on it as well. Ooh. Uh, Sankofa is a released one. I haven't listened to it yet, so I can't speak on it. But I, I, I did buy it, so there you go. And uh, Chill the God also released uh, a beat tape out. I haven't listened to that one just yet either. But I got my copy. And last but not least, um, the homeboy Brycon from SF released a new album with uh, Professor Gable called Corner Booth. This was a very surprising album. I, listened mm -hmm. it. I was pretty surprised by it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much. Um, but I did. I, homeboy could, you know, homeboy could rap. He raps really well over Brycon beats. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And then uh, he also released the one with Equipto. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed that one as well. So I'm on a little Brightcon kick right now. So appreciate that. Go out there and peep that out as well. Casual released one. I don't know if I talked to you about that. Mm -hmm. Earl Sweatshirt released one. Yeah, we talked about them last week. Talked about that. Okay, never mind that. Fuck all that shit. And I'm um, I'm waiting to listen to the Little Wayne one. Oh really? Little Wayne. I haven't listened to it yet. Wow. I know I know you're dying to to hear that. I'm yeah, yeah. That. Let's get into the beat exchange. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's say okay. 
Yeah, this is the part of the show where we talk about the uh, samples that we've given each other as a challenge. And the challenge is that we flip these samples. We go ahead and take them, add drums to them only using whatever machine that you want to use, but you can't add any other instrumentation. It's got to be a raw sample, sample flip, filter the bass line, whatever you want to do within the beat, and then just add drums to it. That's it. That's all you can do. If you're interested in joining us, go over to thebeatexchange.net and uh, you'll be able to find out all the information there. Or even better yet, reach out to us on the Instagram at the Beat Exchange Podcast on Instagram. Hit us up, say, hey, I want to get in on the Beat Exchange. What's up? And we'll send you the fucking samples of the week. You flip them within the time span and we'll put it on. And then you to also be featured in the compilation that we create. We're already on volume three. If you're interested in seeing what it sounds like, go over to bandcamp.com, look up the Beat Exchange, and you'll see the compilations one, two, and three. Perfect. I'm glad you had that ready. I did not. <laughs> I winked it completely. Yeah, perf- professional. Um, so this week you gave me Willy Wonka, the theme. Uh, and then I, I gave you the, the Outlaw Blues Band, right? Okay, so I'm not going to play the Willy Wonka song because I, I, I incorporated the actual theme into it. Oh, really? Make a wish. Just the beginning. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. I had to. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. That was dope. That That was was funky, 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 fresh. Thank you, thank you. And if you want to participate, um, you know, the rules being you just use the sample, uh, flip and use your favorite drum kit, flip it however you want, you can add your tag to it, 
uh, add the reverbs and all that good stuff. And then, uh, so I gave you, I gave you um, blues band, uh, outlaw blues band, Deep Gully. That's it. That one's that song. That yeah, that was a little tough. Yeah, was it? It was only because you didn't want to grab the the where it, Cypress Hill did it. You know what I mean? They only did it for like a second though. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's still a reminder. All right, here we go. Yeah, and that's that. Um, I ended up just using the machine there. There was a little bit I, I 
I think I was just mainly messing with the with the hits from the bass and the kick, you know, because anything else was going to be too reminiscent to that original loop. Yeah, know? I was like, I, I wanted to stay away from that original loop a little bit, so I, I tried no, to do good within it. Gave me, it gave like that vibe, that old uh, school vibe with that bass. Yeah, the the drums were a little off, but you know, it's all good. You got you use like. Do you ever use like quantize and all that stuff? Yeah, so um, it depends. Um, my o- OCD wants me to use quantize all the time because it wants me to hit, you know, like my eyes want to keep everything on square on the grid. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sometimes when I do that, it just doesn't sound right. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's played different. So I'm just going to have to play it. And, and try to land when the snare hits, you know what I mean? Just just try to do my best to hit within the, the, the beat that's already there. A lot of the times it always depends, right? You know, sometimes it has a drum in there and you don't do shit. Maybe you might just emphasize the snare. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, in or, the sample, you mean? Yeah, in the sample. Yeah. Uh, and, and that one, I, was just, I, I just used the drum and the kick and the snare that was already in there. And I think I just added... A deeper kick. I've been trying to like uh, figure out how to make it sound like I don't know. I mean, the drums, you know, like you know, since we only use drums and a sample, yeah. When we do these exercises, I always feel like I'm focusing on the drums. Like the beat I did, I was like, uh, it don't. I'm trying to like, guess, I guess, make it sound like the sample. The drum meets, you know, like yeah. if I sample the drums from the sample, the actual sample, like if it would fit, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I didn't know that that they have drums in different keys. Yeah. Like I was watching this video, and the guy was talking about how he would put nothing but kicks on one track. Yeah. And he would just move the on Ableton, like say you had, you know, the kick on you know, playing out on one track and then he'll like move it up to see which one would fit the best with the music he's doing. And uh did you say that I'm gonna send you some uh I'm gonna send you that um that uh drum kit that uh barrel proof made. Oh word, okay. Yeah I'll send you that that right there. It's for free, but um, I'll just send it to you directly. Um yeah, no, because he has a lot of dope drum sounds. Like the, he has drum, drum. They're drum breaks, but you're able to chop them up. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like it. And yeah, a lot of the times I notice where certain drums from drum kicks don't necessarily have the right tone to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so you sometimes you gotta might have to add a filter. You might have to put a high pass to take the snap out of it. You know what I mean? To only emphasize the lower frequencies. Sometimes you have to add more saturation on it. You know, you might have to put a a bit crusher on it just to make it, you know, just to make it stomp on it a little bit. You know what's good? The drum bus. I haven't used that yet. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I haven't used it yet. Use it on the kick. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try that. So when you, yeah, you get like, it does all that. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try because I, I've been seeing people use drum bus. And I'm like, oh, I need to do that. But since I don't make my beats in Ableton, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I could do, the drum bus, I could add it when I'm tracking the beats out for Hugo stuff. I could try. I'll try it. I'll try it there. I'll try it there. Yeah. Do yeah. you okay? So when you know, um, I was gonna say, do you like use one track? Oh, you don't do it on Ableton. That's what you said, right? No, I don't. I don't do it on. So Ableton. when you I, track it out, do you have like one, like just the 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 kick on one track, snare on one track? It depends. It okay. depends. Sometimes I load in whole kits. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, Say on 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 group B, right? right? Since on group B, I would be like, you know, I would load in a whole pre-made kit, you know, and I would like, and I'll check, I'll check out the drum is like, oh, okay, I like the hi hat in this kit, and uh-huh. I'll copy and I'll copy and duplicate it into group C. I and started. I'll create my own kit that way. I started going into the stuff that I'm working on and separating all the drums. Yeah, like. One track, you know, even though like on Ableton, you click on the on the the track and it could show all the little tracks under. I guess I don't know how else to say it, but what I normally do now is like I just spread it all out, yeah, for it to have an individual track, and yeah. just so I could focus. Yeah, focus on, on hi hats, focus on the snare or the shaker, or whatever the case is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I saw some cats that he too. Right, so that's what I'm saying. It's like you know when you're when you're um, I guess mastering, it compresses everything, so you want to get to sound more wide. Yeah, I'm like doubling up everything now. So some so, stuff. Yeah, so we're essentially like remember when we used to track out on the MPC, right? And that yeah. would track out only in a stereo, most of the time. Right. Until we got the DPS-12, and then we were able to track out under four. We have one track for the sample, one for the kick, one for the snare, and one for the hi-hat. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that's the way. Now, on machine, like for instance, on machine, I track out into Ableton. And, you know, depends on how intricate I really want to get. I could damn it on one beat. Alone, I could sometimes get up to like 16 tracks. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do more now. Because yeah. before I just one track, two, two tracks. Track, two track it out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and and dude, when you when you start doing it like that, like I go from hearing what I sent to Hugo, right? When I send to Hugo a beat, it's only two tracks, right? But then when I when I when I send it back to him after he sends me the vocals, I track out everything individually. Go on into Ableton, and then from there, I'll decide on okay, this is all the drum kits, you know, drum drums on tra- kick on one, kick you know, snare on two, and I'll keep going all the way down the percussion lane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep all those together, and then sometimes I'll group all those together, right? I'll group them all, and then under the group label, you know, when you hit group tracks, mm-hmm. even on the group track, you can add a compressor right there. You got right. a compressor, you got a fucking a light reverb in there just to put it like a global effect on all of it. Make yeah. it make it make it stick together a little bit better. You know what I mean? And then yeah. then you got the sample here, you got a synthesizer here, you got the bass over there, and then you pan them. Dude, fuck yeah, man. That's ten times better than what the fuck we were doing before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten times fucking better than what and it sounds so fucking fuller, man. Yeah. Down so fuller. We always wondered what we were doing when we were doing the NPC. Why is our stuff 
not sound mm-hmm. like the big boys. Well, they got yeah. layers. They layers got layers and layers. They got fucking layers. And now, even if it sounds like it's not, there's no layers in it. Like even yeah. if there is, you there's know, fucking layers, dude. I've, I'm seeing like 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 production from people where. They're just doing one instrument, one guitar riff, one piano yeah. chord in the background, but it's there. Yeah. And it's just adding, it's helping carry the rest of this shit. I'm like, motherfuckers, man. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, I saw well, someone I, who was using white noise. Yeah. I just believe. white noise. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm you know, like, just like fucking just static electricity. I'm like, oh, that makes. In some EDM shit, yeah, that makes sense, <laughs> you know. All right, well, let's get into this week. What do you have for me? Oh, okay. Yeah, lately I went down my memory lane, and I found um, the very last song that this cat made. Very famous dude. And I'm most obliged to you for making it clear that I'm not here. And I never knew the moon could be so big. And I never knew the moon could be so blue. And I'm grateful that you threw away my old shoes and brought me here instead dressed in red. And I'm wondering who could be writing this song I don't care if the sun doesn't shine and I don't care if nothing is mine and I don't care if I'm nervous with you I'll do my loving in the winter The great Sid Barry to say is that Sid Barrett? You see what he did there is like that's what I kind of want to learn more of as we're going into like layering certain parts of the song to put more power into that section. Right. Play with some flanger in the middle of a track on a certain part of the verse, maybe four bars of it. Fucking do a tape delay on one. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't yeah. really experiment. Oh with yeah. Songs. And these guys were doing that shit super hard way. Super yeah. hard way. You know what I mean? Like, so like flexibility and we're still being lazy about it. I'm like, you know, you, your boy, you need to stop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> stop being lazy, man. Out there. What? I know. That's what's taking me forever. Doing, doing like whatever I want. The, the, the projects I got going is like, it's taking me a long time because I'm like, I'm going to learn. I'm going to put more detail into it. Yeah. And hopefully it comes out good. Yeah. You know? Uh, and like this whole, I've been off, and this whole week I was working on just like two songs. You know? And I was like, ah. Oh. There's no rush, man. There's yeah, I was rush. like, I'm working on two songs, just getting the drums. You know, because I don't have that much time. Yeah. At, you know, at that. So I was just playing with it for an hour, just giving me an hour just to work with something. And then learning and see what what other people are doing, you know? For sure, for sure. But again, I was going down memory lane with Pink Floyd. I was remembering Sid Barrett, how I used to listen to his shit all the time. And that song was the last song he did. After that, he just lost it. You know, and even that song there, 
they had a hard time trying to record it. And when they finally recorded it, you know, they were, you know, he went his own separate way. Sid Barrett tried to uh, record some other albums, two more albums. And the people that worked on it said that it was just horrible. But you get me to it. Yeah. you the powerful Earth, Wind and Fire. Uh, one of the greatest groups to ever exist in the world. Yeah, people sleep on them. People they sleep like, on them. They're jazz. Yeah, dude, they started off in jazz. The lead singer was a jazz drummer before yeah. into the singing. He was a jazz drummer, uh, part of a famous trio, I think Ramsey Lewis trio. Uh, and the, their ability to be one of the biggest Chicago, I mean, I'm, I'm throwing up quotes, Chicago, right? Because Chicago had horn section, had all this. They were the black version of that. Mm-hmm. And they came up with the greatest songs ever in the, uh, to, to, to live. And we celebrated all the fucking time. Every song that they've ever had were fucking uber hits. You know, what yeah. I mean? so they're, 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 even if you think later on, you know, they got a little corny, you know what I mean? But by the time the 80s came around, all they were doing was feeling the pressure of making a hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> that's what they were doing. They were trying to make, they were trying to pay the bills. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm like, close to making reggaeton shit. You know, uh, you hear reasons, you hear fucking, uh, do you remember? Uh, the September song, and you know all that kind of shit, man. They, they had some hits, man. So you go think back. It's easy to- for like jazz people to just go and be like, you know, because you know you had the Wrecking Crew, yeah, right. And they were doing all the stuff for like the Beach Boys and everything that was coming out back in the '60s, and they were all jazz cats. They're just competent with their instruments. That's they what just it, knew. It's like they, they, it's competence and knowing how to play with groups. Knowing how to stay in your lane, right? On the and also I've noticed that as you as you learn with making and collaborating with music, is that there's no there's no space for ego. Yeah, like everything that you do is for the sake of the song. You know what I mean? Make yeah. this song dope. Let's make this song dope. Okay, you don't like what I did here? Eliminate it. As long as the song is dope with it being eliminated, I'm fine with it. Yeah, and that comes with age. Because when you're young, well, yeah. get a, the ego gets hurt, and they're like, "Oh, dude, what are you saying? Yeah. Do my rhymes?" Blah, 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 you know. I was, I'm guilty of it, and you know, you as you get older, you learn that all you want to really do is just make good music, and you're gonna do whatever you have to do to make it happen. I was, I see it as like if you, if if I said, I'm doing like if someone came and asked me, "Yo, I want you to work on whatever." I'm like, okay, you're taking lead. So what do you want from me? You know, I'm like, oh, I like when you do this. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Just tell me exactly what to do, you know? Yeah. And if they said, you know, that hi-hat's too loud. <laughs> okay, <laughs> turn it down. You know? Go ahead and play you that. Know? Here we go. Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's such a cool name, too. Yeah. I'm 
bass player in one of these bands because they uh, they're just funky they're the, funky have you ever fucking, seen the bass player the no. bass player's a funky looking dude too like he's yeah. a cool cat i forgot his fucking name but he has a straight hair perm with big ass smile like that boy used to rock the bass and he's still i think he's still around rocking the bass um, oh speaking of uh people and basses and funk betty davis Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She passed away. That's I thought she was dead. Did you ever you did? A lot of people did. But uh that that documentary, did you ever watch that? I never watched it. Oh my god. Go back and watch it. It was on Amazon, right? Yeah, they 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 got a hold of her. You find out what happens. Cause her story is like she was she was coming up, she was doing something unique. Uh-huh. And then disappeared. And people were like, they didn't even tell her band nothing. Just disappeared. Never came back. And they finally found her. They were like, are you uh, Betty Davis? She doesn't even fucking... She she writes a whole thing and someone else narrates it yeah. in her voice. But that's how I was like, wow, that's crazy. Almost... She... she uh, I want to say like she was like Sid Barrett, but kind of like... Almost in that same, yeah, just a recluse, just left, yeah, you know, and like I'm done, I'm just done. And this is the whole thing about Sid Barrett as well. How they were saying that he was a recluse, but then people were just saying, no, he just was tired of the whole music industry. And that could very well be her story too. Yeah, you know, uh, it's good. You gotta watch it. Yeah, Dave, I, rest yeah, in peace. I will. Rest in peace. All right, party people. I want to thank you very much for tuning in this week. Hugo Monsters out there uh, sipping on a Mai Tai or something or some sort of coconut drink. So hopefully with the safe travels, he'll be here at the next episode. Charlie Chingus, make sure to go check out his Instagram page as well as the Beat Experience podcast page. Go over there to IG. Make sure to reach out to us. At Pavo Music is how you're going to reach me as well. You want to participate in the podcast, I want to say for this week, go ahead and reach out to at the Beat Exchange podcast on Instagram. Say you want to fucking participate. We'll send you the links. You get to work, man. Send yeah. it. And thank you very much. And remember. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you want to call, the secret hotline is uh, oh, 415. 415- 415-504-2854 415-504-2854 Call and leave a secret 
It's great. We listen to it online and I mean on on the show and it's a cold opening, you know. So us give us questions, answers, requests, whatever you want to say. Call that number 415 415 <laughs> 504 right, There we go. And remember, delete your browser history. <laughs>